Lick the stamp and send it. The new one-stop shop for all your motorsport desires. Upload to Spotify every Monday. Maybe not every Monday. What if something happens and we can't upload? We'll chat all things engines and tires, Formula 1 to Formula E, WRC to Extreme E, tractor runs or lawnmower racing. What if we left something out? What did I tell you about apologising on the mic? Sorry, sorry. James! Anyway, so, rev up your engines, power up your motors, pass the checkered flag, lick the stamp and send it. Sometimes you just got to lick the stamp and send it, so uh, <laughs> there we go, I, I enjoyed it very much. Oops, nearly just did it again there. Hello and welcome to Lick the Stamp and Send It, everyone's favourite motoring podcast. As ever, I am your host, James, and sadly, yet again, I am not joined by Ava. I have There is no Ava. Last week, we had Katie. This week, we have Dara. Hello, Hello. Dara. How are you? Um, I'm all right. How about yourself? How not too bad. Definitely. Yes, so he's, he's, he's my flatmate, but he's also very much interested in Formula One and motorsport, as myself. Today's episode is going to focus on climate change and sustainability. And then everyone, that is everyone going, oh, here we go. Another thing on climate change, because we don't hear about it enough. But this is Lick the Stamp's version. And Lick the Stamp, well, we know how we do it properly. We, we're not like professionals in this. We literally just turn up, have a bit of a, a chat and just go, yeah. We've done very minimal research into this. Like, I, I watched a few videos this morning. I just know some stuff. Dara, he's watched a few videos. Have it's you? all from TikTok. All it's, from all, TikTok. it's all from TikTok. So, yeah, this is... We're not like... We're just like, we're just like the random people of the world. We're just like the, the innocent, normal bystanders in the world. Hang on, there's a sound for this. No, not that one. Normal people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! He's 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 never ever seen me this happy before. No, never. He's he's never seen me have so much power. It's great. Anyway, so oops, no, like the stuff. I did not mean to do that. I accidentally pressed the button. This is. Can you tell that Ava still does loads of the tech stuff, and I just haven't a clue what's going on. But it's kind of great having just the freedom to do whatever you want. Oh, it's great! It is amazing. Anyways. First up, we're going to talk about F1, and it's it's not going to be great, not going to lie, it's not going to be great this little first point, but F1's calendar. Very weird. Yeah, really. For sustainability. Really, anyway. yeah. For sustainability, all their goals are like, oh yeah, we have this goal, and we have this goal, and we have that goal. Let's go from North America to Europe, back to North America. I understand why they do it, though, it's to kind of, every of the globe gets a version to see it at different times of the year. Yeah, it's like so we're off to we're off to Baku at the moment. Where where have we just been? We've just been in Australia, we're off to Baku. Yeah. And now after that we're off to Imola. And mm. then we go Miami soon enough as well. Yeah, my I think it's I think it's Miami straight after that or or something like that. And then it's back to Europe. Why? They Why? Have, they've reduced it with the shipping containers though a bit now. It's small bit. It's small bit. Has F one team reducing the shipping containers from having six six chairs on their on their pit yeah. wall? Not not tip wall, as uh, I said the, I said the other week. I don't know if you heard that one, but uh, uh, right at the end, I was like, oh, itty bitty. I was gonna say pit wall. I said tip wall. Congrats. It wasn't great. It wasn't. It wasn't my finest hour. It wasn't like my finest moment. I was just like, oh no. But hey ho. But yeah, like obviously stuff like that. It, 
it does cut down on the shipping containers. But why are we doing this? It's like it's go from one extreme to the other, then back to the middle, and then back to the other extreme. Like, what's the point? Tradition, maybe as well as yeah. But D- most was in Europe back in the day, anyway. So yeah, because it used to be they used to have good eye Australia. Uh, they used to have Australia is the last race. Is that was horrendous? Oh my god! They used to have it as the last race of the season back in the day, like back in yeah. the early noughties. And that that's a long time ago. But obviously now it's the third race. Australia's yeah. a bit of an awkward one to get to because it's like you got to have it, but there's like there's not really anything near. There's it's not no. like there's nothing right next to it. It apart from New Zealand, but New Zealand doesn't have New Zealand does have a lot of racing pedigree in terms of like Liam Lawson, but not yeah. that many tracks. No, I don't like, think not, not, not at all. They've got, like, small ones, but not, like, big F1 ones. The thing with Australia as well is they're big into V8 supercars. So that's yeah, they do the, so. the the Bathurst 1000 or something. Yeah. They've got that. It's a huge, that's a sick race. It's mental. It's massive. So dangerous in oh, every yeah. possible way. Uh, oh, it's just it's just huge. They have, like, on this race especially, they have to do, like, two different drivers or something just because of how long it is and yeah, how, like, how, that, it's yeah. like, how big the endurance is. And it's like, oh, my God. But, yeah. Shipping, flights, F1, what are you doing? Because, as well, obviously, I'm not saying the drivers shouldn't go home. Yes. But all the drivers fly on the little private jets and everything like that and go home over, like, say we've got this big break at the moment. They go home or they'll go somewhere. And it's like, so they all testing last year. They definitely did it for testing last year. So they flew to Bahrain, mm-hmm. did the testing, okay. flew back home, yes. flew back to Bahrain. Uh, how much was the turnaround though? It was about two weeks. I think it was about two weeks. Yeah. Even then, it's if they all joined together in the same private jet because their private jets fun. have enough. They That'd could have hilarious. a. They could get into uh, Max Verstappen's and just watch him <laughs> play <laughs> the sim. Yeah. Play on the sim all day, going yay! Oh, over the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, that's what they could do. That would Learn be quite, a thing or two, you know. That that would <laughs> that'd be quite funny. Like they're all in the same private jet together. Yeah, it's like oh, who's gonna who's gonna spark the fury first? Sure, on the never have I ever, they were asking about have they gone on holiday together, and most of them haven't. So they probably don't want to spend that much time with each other. So maybe that's not an option. The only I think the only time that they like, outside of F one that they actually spent together was that meal that Sebo did uh, oh, yeah. last year. That, yeah. Before that, God knows when. But uh, yeah, she's all just like that. But despite F1 having horrendous scheduling, I've, I've defended F1 because I do environmental sciences. I, I've defended F1 so much to my, uh, to my course mates. And they're like, oh, it's not that sustainable. I'm like, no, it is, it is. It's got this goal, it's got this goal. And then I saw the, the calendar this year and I went, nah, mate, I can't even defend that. I can't defend that one at all. But despite this, they do have some goals. So they've partnered with BWT. I don't know if it's them, them who've partnered, but BWT are big. They're quite big in the sport. They've got plastered themselves all over all over Alpine. Obviously, had okay. the, the pink, yeah, the yeah. pink uh, Alpine for the first three races. They should keep that. Uh, it, yeah, it looks better. I do quite like that. Yeah, I quite like it. Alpine, if you listen, Otmar, if you're listening, somehow, somewhere in the world, if you're listening, keep the pink. But they have helped a lot with getting rid of all the single-use plastic bottles. Okay. Yeah. So like everybody there has plastics. Sorry, not plastics, like reusable ones. Yeah, either yeah. be like reusable plastic or reusable metal ones. I think that's really good because yeah. like there was some of them where there's literally no no single use plastics we used at all. That's good, yeah. Either be it by the team or by the entire paddock. That's very good. That's, yeah. that's, 
that's insane. Considering how many moving parts there is, that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like there was, obviously, especially Singapore, stuff like Singapore as well. Like yeah. Singapore, you need to drink a lot. It's very humid. Mm-hmm. You need to drink for like to get re- obviously reusable there and get enough for everybody and the water facilities. That that take that does take some doing. So hats off to BWT and F1 for doing that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like obviously, and then they've got this drop-in fuel that they want to develop as well by 2030. Which I think I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna. I don't know how I feel about that because some fuels like that don't fully work in like older cars. So I'm probably gonna like get this incredibly wrong. And if my dad ever listens, he's probably gonna be going, "What the hell is he talking about?" But my car is it's it's old. Exactly. It's two thousand. It's a two thousand and two Micra. I do love it though. And the new fuel that's been coming in, it's E five or E ten or whatever on earth it is. Something like that. Yeah. It disintegrated my spark plug. Like literally, disin- like I, we think that's what it caused. Le- we think that's what it caused, because okay. um, we think the engine was running too hot. So I had to put fuel conditioner in my car <laughs> to basically make my engine not run as hot. Okay. If the fuel is like this new fuel that's coming out, of, well, I say new fuel. It's been around for a while now, I think. But if it's like that, it might screw up all the cars a little bit. I know it's like, oh, it can use by any car, and I'm like, yeah, but it might screw up all the cars a little bit. I don't know. Ah, they have so much development. They'll they'll figure it out. The new it's like twenty twenty six when the new kind of iteration is in. That's again, the so. that's the new engine. Yeah, they're getting rid of the MGUH. I think it is. And most of the fuel is done through that engine. So I assume yeah. it's like more of a twenty twenty six problem than now problem for that kind of thing. Yeah, between it, between them, when this fuel got, when the fuel starts coming out, hopefully it will. Okay. Um, it, I think it's gonna be quite good. I do I do think that, that I do think despite obviously F 1s horrendous scheduling. Um, I do think that they are one of the leaders in terms of sorting out the cars, yes. sorting out the transport, stuff like that. Because I did this in an essay last uh, last year in my in my home university, and uh, I didn't get a very good grade for it because I didn't reference the material that the lecturers wanted us to reference. I just put my own stuff in. But I do think that leading corporations like F1 should be the ones that lead the lead the stuff in terms of uh, climate awareness because yeah. people like F1 if people go okay we're going to be doing this 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 and this and like okay they're putting in the effort we'll follow plus most of them there's like Alfa Romeo are manufacturers mm-hmm. Mercedes are manufacturers yep. Porsche are coming well, Audi. Porsche Audi. No, Porsche's no longer coming but Audi, Audi is, is yes Audi is but they're like big manufacturers in their own right yeah and if a lot of the Money, they don't want to spend money, but if the money is done by F one and then they can put it in their cars, yeah, it introduces it to more people. And as well, I think it's Jaguar or something like that. They they are a Formula E team. They're pledging yeah. to go all electric, like all their yeah. production cars are going to be electric come the next couple of years, which is very good. Like it's it's showing that the big corporations are wanting to put in the change. Mm-hmm. It's not like no offense, but it's not like Apple. No offense, Apple, who go, oh yeah, we're going to swap to USB C, but only partly swap to it. And then, as well, you're going to have to buy another plug in order to use this lead. Yeah. It's like, you're doing the consumer stuff, but also making it so we have to spend a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. F1 is the f- F1 and stuff like that is the future. It doesn't do everything right. It doesn't do everything right. In some aspects, definitely, yes. Because it's even got... I know, obviously, with when the MGUH and the MGUK came around, it was meant to be like, okay, we're going to lead this. It's going to start getting used in production cars. I think it only got used in a couple of cars. There was yeah, a Mercedes. Really there was a Mercedes supercar that used the uh, MGUH, okay. but 
that obviously it's a supercar that's like a million pounds that ain't gonna be yeah. that's that's not available for the innocent bystander that we are the same with a lot of electric cars though these days oh yeah it's not really. the innocent bystanders exactly exactly oh yeah electric cars are ridiculously expensive but the problem is as well they're still trying to shift like old stock I think yeah, yeah. so like the like Nissan Leafs this definitely did happen when they brought out like the Gen 2 or Gen 3 Leaf they were still trying to shift Gen 1s Mm. And it's like, mm, I don't want to get the car which has the bad battery. I want the nicer one. I want yeah, the newer yeah. one. Exactly. I do think, you know, like, as we, as we say, like, Formula One is, is it's doing a lot. It needs to be better. It needs to be better because mm-hmm. a lot of their race, but a lot of their races as well, though, like with the lighting boards and everything like that, they managed to do that very, very sustainably. Like, their yeah. carbon, their carbon footprint during the races is quite low because even with the with the light boards and everything like that, they just managed to do it where it can be seen at any time of the day yeah, yeah, yeah. and still be low emissions. Which is good, yeah. Speaking of racing and sustainability, Formula E and Extreme E. Everybody knows about my love affair with Extreme E. I'm yeah. getting, I'm really getting into it. Fun fact, we have applied. Lick okay. the stamp and send it has applied for media accreditation okay. um, to the Scotland Extreme E event. That'd be good. Because I only live about two hours driving away. Exactly. So I can drive over there and be like, hello, hi guys, can I ask you some things? But they, they do, Extreme do so much. Yeah. Every place they go highlights a different climate issue or a different climate activism bit. Okay. Because they did a one in Uruguay last, uh, the season finale last year was U- Uruguay. And I found out that Uruguay, 98% powered by renewable energy sources. That is the very only, impressive. The only bit that isn't fully is transport. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. All their tyres are made from recycled, um, like, organic products, like wheat and barley and stuff, okay. I think. I think Pirelli need to get on that. Pirelli. Oh. And then, but as well, they've also got... What is it? What is it? Uh, plastic bottles as well. Okay. So it's made from recycled plant stuff and recycled plastic bottles, and that's in each of the tyres. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fully made from that, but I think it's like a third or at least two thirds it's done by recycled products. How cool is that? It's very and it, good. As well, they basically leave it. They leave every site they go to. They leave it how they find it. Exactly, that's good. Um, they have really fairly minimal impact. Um, as well, they I found out before that all the electricity that they use is powered sustainably. That's good. So yeah. they have like a hydrogen fuel station Jeez. that they just bring along, park it up, and go right, plug it in. That's what you want. That's sick. Obviously, it's a bit difficult to, like, have hydrogen fuel cells in, like, general cars and stuff like that. But hydrogen fuel-powered cars, in terms of it generates electricity, it gets charged up from there. That is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. It does it off of that. It also... They also bring in, like, bus stuff. All, like, bus stuff uh, ones from, like, say, like, the name... Say the place they go to. Okay. They'll bring in, like, an electric bus charger or something like that. Like, they go, oh, here you go. I I was watching a video on it before, and they were like, oh, yeah, we do this. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So that they're using the local resources there as well. Okay, that's good. I really want to go and see Extreme E. Yeah, you've been saying about it for months. I have, I have. He, he, yeah, he, he obviously lives with me and he just goes, yeah, this kid's just, uh, he, all he does is talk about this, 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 and this. And he's like, but I want to go to see it. Or you're screaming at an F1 game, one of the two. Yeah, that's normally, that's because my brother normally crashes me out. Yeah. Actually, another thing, if there was less crashes in F1, maybe it might be better for the environment, you know? Exactly, so less street circuits. Let's go to the proper circuits where... No, the street circuits are kind of cool, though. Sometimes. Yeah. Hello. Yet again, our uh, 
production, our podcast manager is distracting us. He likes to do this every now and then. Just occasionally, just on our podcast, it's just like, he just stands there and looks at us. And I'm just like, hello, hi, Kian. You all right? But yes, anyways, back to the back to the topic at hand. But yeah, like, where, where's the next one they're going for extremely? So obviously, it's, it's Scotland next, and it's the Hydro X-Pre, which I think is something to do with, like, obviously, uh, what's it called? Like, what? power and, yeah, power and, like, hydroelectrics and stuff like that. Then they're in Sardinia. Uh, in the, which is the Island Expre, which I think is to do with like climate change and rising sea levels. Okay. Um, the Desert Expre that was to do with climate change that was in Saudi. That was a really cool one because they raced it right next to the water, Ooh. so there was like a huge stretch where if you you could go into the water, you could get close to the water to get the firmer sand. Okay. If you went too close, you're in the water. You were in the water and you got spun around. Uh, Alia Science in Science XE. Actually, on a science XC team, she did it. She went a bit too close and psh, so went sideways. Oh, somebody actually rolled as well. It might have been her. I can't remember. But somebody genuinely rolled because they went too close to the sea. It was great. That's like yeah, that's what you want. But it just kept going. But uh, speaking of obviously, ah, oh god, oh no, I'm doing things. I'm doing bad. I've got a computer here as well, but the mouse is horrendous. Formula E. Let's go on to that one. Everyone's like, oh, why are you talking about Formula E? Formula E. I actually kind of like it because you can do it. It's such a smaller car. You can do them yeah. in a street. They're all street circuits, basically. Yeah. The so London one goes inside a, a warehouse or something. That's like Ken Block sort of stuff. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. She would have looked at doing a Dublin one. Yeah, it would, it, it be, would, cool, it would yeah. be quite cool. But uh, I think because Ava's occasionally mentioned this, because if, if they were to do a street circuit in Dublin, the only place that it's wide enough, is a very long road in Dublin city centre, which I can't remember the name of, but I know it's got a massive stick on it, like a big spire. Oh, Connell Street. That's the one. Yeah. Um, apparently that's the only place wide enough to put like the pits in the paddock. Okay. So it could be it could be an option for them. That would be pretty cool if there was an extra, maybe maybe not Formula 1, but a Formula E race in Dublin, that'd be quite cool. Yeah, definitely. It's more accessible to a lot of cities that want to have an F1 race. Mm-hmm. They can do it. Plus, yeah, I know everyone's about the F1 sound. That's what a lot of the drivers like, like the V10s yeah. and all that. The Bring back V12s. The electric cars when they are on like Whee! max power actually kind of sounds cool. Whee! I tell you what, Monaco, Monaco Formula E is actually really interesting. Yeah, I watched it twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Okay, and I was watching it, and there was a top three on the last corner. The top three completely changed. Jeez, I was like, what the hell? You can't overtake Monaco, but you can. Because yeah. they're smaller and they're more and they're more more nimble in terms of like corners and stuff like and that. And you've like instant torque. Oh yeah, because there's like there's no there's no like lag. It's just it's just direct drive. Power zones that you can go into as well. Yeah, it's like so the it's fan like, the fan boost and like the yeah. the power. Oh, what is it? It's not it it it's not power zone. I don't know what it is, but it's just like fan boost. I think or something like that. Fan boost's one of them, but there is another one where you go. You take like a slightly wider slightly wider line on the corner yeah, and you get the power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I and think it's like 15 might, seconds, I think, you got extra. I think they might have got rid of fan boost. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't really know. But I do, I am, I'm trying to take more interest in the Formula 8 at the moment because uh, it's no longer timed. It's lapped now. Okay. It's lapped races, which gives it a more traditional race vibe. Plus, I was looking up the calendar there. It starts in January. Which yeah. Which is before F1. So really if you're early. a big avid F1 fan, you can still get all the kind of... F1 racing yeah. before it happens. And what's the what's the 2020? Yeah, so the 2023 calendar when this image actually loads because it doesn't want to. Come on. Yeah, so first time, first one was on the 14th of January in Me- yeah. in Mexico, but it was on the it was on the 
Streets. No. Uh, circuit Hermanos Rodriguez. Really? The actual circuit. But oh. it wasn't like the full layout. It was about half a layout, which was still pretty good. But uh, that was that was really good. And then you've got, there's the one in London, which is the 29th of, what's the 7th month? July. July. There you go. As you can tell, I'm really good at timings and everything. Oh, they're, in, in, they're already going to Indonesia this year. Monaco, 6th of May. Oh, like, that's really soon, actually. We could watch yeah, that. That's next weekend. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, my God, my exam's soon. Yeah, they, obviously, and they've got Sao, Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo's not the circuit, but it does look really cool in okay. terms of, like, the thing. And then there was the one. Oh, that's already been. Which one? Yeah, Sao Paulo's already been. Okay. Man. And then there was the one that happened at the weekend. Berlin. Yeah. Now, Berlin... I don't know if anybody follows the Formula E, if anybody listens to this and follows Formula E. Berlin was a bit of a, a hot topic yesterday because of climate protesters. Because the climate oh. protesters decided to go, I want to protest to basically go, look, we're screwing up the world, we're screwing up the climate. Let's go to the race that helps the climate and helps the planet and protest because we want them to stop messing up the climate. It reminded me of that meme where your man is like being interviewed as a vegetable oil truck and he's like, well, that's vegetable oil. What are they doing like? That's what it reminded me of. It's like, I, they didn't get their facts straight, obviously. Yeah, they, they, they clearly just like looked at it and went, yeah, let's just do this. And then it was like, why are you doing this? Why? Like, it still looked like a good race though. Oh, it still looked like a very good race. But um, and then you get the ones at Silverson last year. Yeah. Where I think the only reason that nobody was killed was because of Guan Yu Zhou's crash. Yeah. Or Zhou Guan Yu, I can't quite remember. It's, Every time I see his name, somebody pronounces it differently. Yeah. You get Zhou Guan Yu and Guan Yu Zhou, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm never. Want, I, I'm always scared of getting it wrong. But, uh, yeah, like, I think the only reason that like, they weren't killed was because yeah. that, and they obviously how that slide, uh, slide down, slow down because the yellow flag and then the subsequent red flag yeah. conditions. Like, I don't know what's a great idea. I'll sit on a racetrack with like, basically 180 mile an hour going meat grinders. Yeah, and then you've got the front wing that's so fast it will... Oh, it literally will just slice you. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just bizarre. Very, very strange. Yeah, very strange. It's, it's, it's an interesting way of bringing action, I guess. Yeah, like, if they if if they really knew... I'm sorry, I'm going to say... I'm going to call them a bit thick here. I'm sorry, but, like, if they really knew about climate change, stuff, if they really knew about, like, activism and stuff like that, the Formula E... Yeah, they wouldn't be targeting is, that. Is not the one you need to target. No. Formula One, yes, it travels really bad and all that stuff, but it's not the one you need to target. There's yeah, much worse. Like, probably, I've never heard about NASCAR doing anything. or uh, NASCAR are. I think NASCAR are doing it where they may be using a better type of fuel. Okay. I don't know. I don't fully know about NASCAR. Indy are definitely doing something, I think. I think they're all, but... You don't hear about it as much yeah. as F1. Or and then rallying's going to hybrids. Okay. That's been going to hybrids, I think, the last two years, Jeez. which I think is quite cool. A, rally, a, a hybrid rally car, that'd be quite cool. Yeah, that actually would be. be because it. then you'd have, like, the best of both worlds for, mm. like, drifting and, like, the sound. That's the main problem, the sound. That's yeah, why people like, don't like it. And the, the F1 cars sound cool, but they do sound like Hoover sometimes. But you get yeah, some people. You get some people who are like... Oh no, you can't go full electric. You can't make Formula One full electric. That's not going to happen because Formula E have the rights. Exactly, yeah. Formula E have the rights to the all electric racing series that is done on roads and stuff like that. So Formula One will never ever go full electric until like after 2030 something or 2040 something. 
because is, of how long the rights are with yeah. Formula E. Sorry. <coughs> Sorry, I'm just dying. Don't mind me. It's a, it's, a, it's a common thing now, just that one of us just starts dying. Okay. But yeah, I do think sustainability in motorsport, it's definitely... It's like a touchy topic. It's a, t- it's a touchy topic for some people, but I do think they're doing a lot. It needs some, to happen. Oh, yeah, they're doing a lot. Some people could be doing more. It's also about implement time. It takes time to do all these things, and some people think you need it to be done now when it can't actually yeah. be done. Kind of like it takes development. There's a reason that they've said, "Oh yeah, we're going to have this fuel by 2030," because they're not going to have it now. They're not going to have it tomorrow. They're not going to be like, "Oh yeah, we're walking up." Oh wow, there's our fuel. Exactly. Like, it takes it takes the time that it needs to. Exactly. Plus, all these targets are kind of going to be broken anyway because every government oh, yeah. has a plan for banning cars at yeah. a certain time and that's like, not going to happen, really. There's some countries which have just completely banned the sale of new electric, of new petrol cars. Yeah. Or, like, say it banned after so after this year. Exactly. After, like, a certain a certain year. But, like, yeah, great. But, like, there's, they're doing a lot. More could be done. Yeah. It's also about... For F1, I don't think it should be just all the teams. It should also be how spectators get from the city to the stadium. Because most of the stadiums are not yes, in I, the cities. I know some places have started like encouraging that one as well, basically saying, like, oh, yeah, we're going to offer more park and ride services and yeah. whatever. Like, there's, There is a lot of park and ride stuff, especially. That's a that's obviously a good one. But as well, like it all depends on, like, and you say like, the fans getting there, it's how the fans leave it as well. True, yeah. Look at Sebel last year or the year before. Stay behind, cleared up. Yeah. Obviously, true. some people also helped. I'm not saying that all fans are bad and all fans will leave a mess, you know, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But as well, you also got the Japanese fans. The Japanese fans, everything cleared. Exactly. Yeah. They left that place spotless. So that was the same in the F1 or the FIFA World Cup. They yeah. did the same, the same. All the players were the same. So, Nichi, yeah. why can't we? Oh, yeah, yes, they did. They left it. Yeah. Like the, the dressing room was like immaculate. Accurate. Probably better than what it was left when Literally? they came in. Why can't we all take a lesson from the Japanese fans and start cleaning up after ourselves? Because people are lazy. Exactly, yeah. People are very, very lazy. Or even if... Okay, say there will be people that leave them on the ground. If the cups are biodegradable Mm -hmm. and, like, they're able to be, like... Composted. Composted and and all that stuff. So, worst case, you just shovel them all into, like, a garbage waste or garden waste kind Mm -hmm. of thing. A mulch thing. Yeah, that's best case maybe at the moment. Till it's, it's best case, but it's just yeah. The problem is like, problem is on the fan side is just the way to leave it. Yeah, they definitely. they will just they'll just trash a place, and it's just like why? Mm. And like, yeah, it just it just confuses me. Of like, yeah. oh yeah, I've come I've come to this one little thing. I'm gonna go trash it now. Yeah, just come very very confusing. I do I, I do think as well with uh with the tires in Formula One. So you mentioned about Pirelli and yeah. t- getting onto things. I want to know what they do with the marbles. What do you mean the marbles? So the marbles are, so you know when you'll see a race and you'll see a, a definitive racing line oh, starts yeah, to yeah. form and then there's a bit on the side where it's like loads and loads of black bits, like black mm-hmm. balls of rubber, the marbles. On the marbles, what a podcast that was. Uh, done by Steve Jones and the Channel 4 people. <laughs> um, what do they do with them afterwards? That's what I want to know. Because they, obviously they've got to clear all that up. But it'll probably get mixed in with stones and all that. So they can't yeah, probably a bit. They might turn it into like AstroTurf stuff. That'd be quite cool. 
Yeah. That's if they turned it into Astro, that'd be really cool. Because AstroTurf is so expensive already, they could maybe make it cheaper or something. So just witness, you've probably heard that, but just witness somebody uh, struggling to open the door. To be fair, the doors here are ridiculously heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps the sound out. Oh, yeah. Just trying to think, is there anything else that we could mention in our in our motorsport sustainability? We talked about tyres, we talked about Formula E, Extreme well, Porsche are involved in the fuel a bit outside are of... They? Well, Porsche are developing out in the south of America. Uh-huh. Down in the end of Chile, there's some refinery that has kind of like reusable fuel. They're like, Porsche oh, cool. are involved in it. Excuse I me. think it's kind of a money thing for them because if yeah. Porsche is known we for like 911s, that kind of thing, and they want to keep that alive. Yeah. So they're kind of investing in this to keep their like heritage going. Yeah, um, I do wonder with this like sustainable fuel that F1 are developing and obviously Porsche development as well, yeah. Obviously, like, oh yeah, it's not going to have any emissions. I'm like, it's got to have, it, it's, it's got to be something. But I think it's if, okay, it's going to have emissions, but if we can offset the emissions mm-hmm. with something else. Yes. Like, so, I don't know, planting more trees, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because it's going to work off all, like, fully just bio-waste. It's be, it, that's that's what it's meant yeah. to, it's meant to run just off bio-waste and stuff like that. But another thing with F1 is they banned cycle, or was it cycle? Yeah, you, so can't, you can't cycle on track walks. Yeah, which then encourages people to take a car for some of them because Spa is so long. Yeah, Spa is very long. But to be fair, they do walk it. Tr- then again, not all the drivers do track walks. I don't know. I don't. I. Don't, I. I agreed with the side. I did. I did like the cycling and stuff like that. I don't agree with them banning it. I just didn't like that the fact that they didn't wear helmets. Yeah. Okay. None of them ever wear, wore helmets. But if they'd listened to Lick the Stamp Road Safety Special, they would have known to wear a helmet when they cycle. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. that one? Absolutely, but yeah, I, I don't understand why they ban the cycling. Like, it's it's a bit confusing. Yeah, F one has very odd things they ban. <laughs> Even look at Seb last year. Like he was like wearing underpants or outside his suit. He knew he was he was a big. I I think every who doesn't love Sebastian Vettel, who doesn't love Seb, exactly, yeah. but like he 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 as well. Like last year, he brought up so many climate things. Like the Miami yeah. t shirt he wore. I really want that t shirt. Um, if anybody wants to buy it for me, set, we'll set up a GoFundMe. He's not um, wrong with it at all. Well, it was. It was flooded. There yeah. was a big storm about a week or two ago, and the whole thing had flooded. Yeah. That could happen towards race day, and yeah. I don't know what they're meant to do then. It would be cancelled. Probably. It at least they might have a real marina for once, like, you know. No, there's going to be some water in it this year. There's going to be a bit oh, of water. There's going to be a bit of water in it this year. Well. As well, I don't see... What did the sprint races do to this? Did the sprint ra- I think the sprint races make the whole climate thing a bit worse. I don't see the point in doing a sprint race on Baku. Well, I mean, I do, but I also don't. Because you're just going to trash your car for eight points. Yeah, the amount of points doesn't make it worth it. Yeah, I just... I don't understand the whole... It's it's kind of artificial race. I, I like the sprint races, but it's also a bit like we're trying to create this artificially. It's like in uh, a way, instead of the sprint races, you could just have more DRS zones because that just opens the back wing. Yeah, like they're looking they're looking at doing it where they're gonna have potential. Uh, I don't know how true these rumors are, but apparently they were looking at doing a one shot qualifying for sprint and then an actual qualifying session for like, the actual race. And I'm like, what's the point in that? Because the whole point of the sprint is to decide the grid for the race. Yeah. Plus, at the moment, anyway, a lot of the qualifying is becoming more interesting. Like, in Bahrain, they were only mm. off by one second in Q1. Oh, yeah. Like they, the, what was it? Like the whole top ten was or only Q3, separated. Sorry. Like, the whole top ten was separated no, by, like, not that much. Yeah. Which is good to see, like, you oh, yeah. want that. And that makes it 
that's why sprint races were brought in is because I feel a bit because the qualifying was really boring. Mm-hmm. But if the qualifying is really good, yeah, you know, it obviously it like obviously it makes Friday a bit more interesting for spectators. But it does have that thing of how sustainable is this? Yeah, because you now need to fabricate more parts. Mm-hmm. You need to get there well earlier. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying you need to get there much earlier, but you need there's more uh, and there's more pressure on you need to get there. Exactly. Yeah. You need to the teams need to get to that race weekend, so they may take shortcuts. They may like get a flight. Ow. ow. Um, they may like take a flight or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying we know what we're talking about, but this is these are just hypotheticals here. Where F1, yeah. yes, you're doing great. You're doing great stuff, but. Sprint races. It's the constant of like keeping the fans and the drivers happy. And keeping the planet happy. And keeping the planet happy. And it's kind of a... Yeah. It's kind of a hard thing to balance. But then you get the other extreme of... Extreme me, yeah, they're absolutely amazing for the environment. But they go about on the St. Helena. I think it's St. Helena. It's St. Helena. Basically, they've got a big... They've got a big boat, which they're converting to be like completely electric. But not everything goes on to that. But the problem with that is... It's really slow. It's really slow. Like, the last race for Extreme E was in, like, January or February, something like that. Hang on, I've got the website up. I'll check. Uh, Okay, so it was the 11th and 12th of March. The next one after that's middle of May, two months after. Yeah. We're, like, all F1 fans are like, oh, my God, this three-week break's so long. And, like, that's two months for Extreme E. And then the next one after that's in July which is another month and a half. By the time you've watched one of them, you're almost forgetting this. The last oh, I literally had to, like, I had to watch the highlights this morning just so I could, like, remember everything that happened. Yeah. Which, yeah, I know, obviously, Race for the Planet and stuff like that. But mm, I tell you what, though, Extreme A, they do do a lot of um, diversity, not diversity stuff, legacy projects. So they basically, they, they'll they'll go and like replant a mangrove swamp or they did a one yeah. in Saudi where they, they released loads of animals to increase the, di- the biodiversity. That's good. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Kind of want to work for them. Um, I'd love to work for them. It'd actually yeah. be so cool. Problem is I have to like live on a boat my entire life, but I don't know if I can do that one. But yes, and then there's it's July and September, which is going to be the Amazon of USA, and then there's a one... they have two races back-to-back kind of thing. Yeah, so, so they've got a one on the Saturday and a one on Sunday, so it's like they do two qualifying, a redemption race, and a final, and then they're in Chile right at the end of the year, which is the 2nd and 3rd of December. This is so slow to, like, scroll. But I feel like they could just have Not. more of their, like, races beside each other. Yeah. I don't know, that's up for extreme heat to decide. Yeah. It's good, but, you know, it just takes so long. There's pros and cons to sustainability. Oh, there's massive. Because a lot of times now for sustainability, it's more it's more expensive than if you were to go for the more, like, polluting option. Mm-hmm. Extreme me, if you're listening to this, please do not take my slander as uh, anything. Please let me come to the Scotland. I'm really tempted to email them. Just be like, hello, when do we find out? Emails, yeah. Literally just be like, when do we find out? I really want to do a thing on Extreme me, like a proper one. <laughs> I really want to do it. I really want to see it. Hopefully it happens. It's in Dumfries, which is like two hours away from me. It's so easy to get to. You could just show up and I could just hope for the Surprise! Best. <laughs> I don't know, do like a Max Fosh video where you're trying to sneak <laughs> in or something. I snuck in to the extreme thing. He did a thing where he didn't actually go to the Miami Grand Prix. 
It was to go. He and, did go there. I don't know if it wasn't to watch the race, but it was to go meet the creator of YouTube, so we could subscribe to his YouTube channel. Anyways, we digress. Yeah. I believe we've come to the end of our sustainability talk. Yeah. Hopefully, you have not turned it off. Hopefully but, not. Oh, climate change again. Oh, here we go. We are sensible. We're not going to throw soup on people. I'm really going to get told off. But if anybody's listening to this, they're going to be like, what on earth are you talking about? But anyways, hope you've enjoyed listening. Thank you very much, Dara, for joining no me. Bother. Hopefully we'll be on next week. I don't fully know. But in two weeks' time, we definitely won't be on because I have an exam. And I kind of need to do my exams. And then after that, we'll be coming a lot virtually because I'll be going back to the UK. And uh, Ava will be somewhere. She'll be in... Waterford or Wexford, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, or Dublin, wherever and if she ends up. Or Cork, you never know. And obviously, it'll be like when I had Katie on the week. But anyways, thank you very much for listening. And just remember, if you're ever in doubt, look for the checkered flag. Oh no, I've done it, I've done it wrong! No! I did it wrong! Oh no, it's been so long. Anyways, I'm going to try again. If you're ever in doubt, look for the checkered flag, lick the stamp, and send it. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you soon.